Hello, Pumpkin Spice Podcast listeners. This is Rob Schulte, one of your hosts of this podcast. Wow, we're really off to a an incredible start, aren't we? Well, okay, if, you, if you're a new listener, which some of you may be coming in this week, I want to say thank you. You've made a wise choice. This episode's a little bit different because I'm going to jump right into an interview I had with the directors of a new movie called Time Trap, which is out November 13th. You can find out more at timetrapmovie.com. But let's, let's listen to a few things. Escape into Film says, A daunting sci-fi mystery that grips from start to finish. Ain't It Cool News says, A mind-bending shift in the space-time continuum. The last thing I see.com says, Time Trap is an imaginative, weird-as-hell adventure. And you know what Pumpkin Spice Podcast says? Hey, that was a lot of fun. So, in this episode, the public-facing side of it will be the interview that I had with directors Mark Dennis and Ben Foster. The other part of this interview will be only on the Patreon. So if you want to hear the whole episode, go over to patreon.com slash pumpkin spice podcast and become a member. You'll get all the bonus episodes that we put out throughout the year. Our public facing episodes will show up every now and again. But until then, enjoy this and support the movie. Go see it. Download it November 13th. Take it away, me. Great guys, but let's hear a little bit uh, from them about what Time Trap is actually about. I'm Ben Foster. I'm uh, one of the directors of Time Trap and also a producer. I am Mark Dennis. I am the writer and one of the directors of Time Trap. Time Trap is about a group of archaeology students who go down into this mysterious cave looking for a missing professor who has gone looking for the Fountain of Youth. But when the kids get into the cave, they discover that time passes differently underground than it does on the surface. Pretty intense, huh? Can I be honest with you? Like, if my professor was missing, I'd be like, sucks for them. (laughs) Anyway. These are students (laughs) who love this guy. Yeah, they must really love their professor if they're going to. I'll say this. I I watched the movie. They gave me a screener. Believable. Those those students are believable. I think the professor, the professor was, he was good, but like, like I could have gotten a little bit more, like, on his end about the believability of this connection with the students. The students, very believable. Nice. Um, I actually, they, they're pretty much the main characters throughout the movie, and the rapport is uh, done well. I mean, but that sounds kind of cool. That movie sounds cool. Definitely. I mean, from your point of view, I, I got at that description. I was like, yes, please, give me that screener. I need to know more. Yeah, well, here, listen to this. Well, it, it came kind of from being in the movie-making world. We had another movie that we were trying to get off the ground, and one of the first steps when you have a little bit of funding and a script, uh, you know, you have a casting director, they send out the script, and you wait on these actors to respond, and they each get like a week so we wanted that week waiting on pierce brosnan to say ultimately no uh to just fly by and i think you know mark mark thought that uh you know doing it in a cave versus going into a closet or something was was a little more fun and i think that's i think that's something we can all relate to is is having some kind of a a date in the future that we just want to be there so that we can know where our life is going to go or even if it's a fun experience or a bad experience we just want it to be over with and i think everybody can relate to that but we can't just step into a closet and come out and it be two weeks later or three years later we have to 
we have to experience life and, and have time travel happen naturally. Yeah, so it's kind of a little fun adventure. Yeah, sounds like a real blast. I, I asked them a question about uh, how the film gets made from beginning to end, but they had this to say about it. It's always been it's always been kind of the same thing. Um, when Ben and I first got paired up, I had a script, and Ben was really good with the camera and really great with editing, and had a good visual style that um, I think complemented a lot of the writing. And when we started making shorts together, we just realized that. I don't know anything about cameras. I still haven't learned anything because uh, Ben does that and, and our, our director of photography, Mike Simpson, does that. Um, but me focusing more on the script and the actors and the blocking and then Ben focusing more on the visual is, has, has always been our dynamic. Uh, although I would say that when we've done features, we've really learned to make sure that we're on the same page before. So Ben and I, we really go over the script together. And I mean really. Uh, sit there and read it out loud to each other and make sure that everything makes sense so that on the day we don't run into oh this doesn't make sense that still happens you can't get away from that but having our having our game plan before is really helpful with the visual stuff uh, we come up with a shot list go over everything together do a lot of the blocking so that when it's time to shoot Ben goes off and he does his thing and then I do my thing and then the crew after a few days figures it out like you know people know not to come up to me and ask me a question about a jib or the lighting I would be like that's a Ben question and, and if an actor has a question about blocking if Ben's busy he'll be like that's a Mark question or if he's not busy he'll, he's able to answer it. So as somebody who's seen the movie what do you feel like is the key takeaway from Time Trap? Oh well I don't have to answer that because they say it. I think that the takeaway that people can really get from the movie is that sometimes we do things in our life that screws things up and it's beyond our control. But in the end, we can still be happy as long as we're as, as long as we surround ourselves with good people and people that we care about because we can't always we can't always control the result of our lives. Yeah, see, uh, but then we get in the spoiler zone. So if people don't like spoilers, they can skip ahead of this. Uh, but I asked them, I was like, you know, I, I just personally had this question uh, about a couple of issues. Um, one, not issues, but things that were brought up uh, later on in the movie that were kind of intense. A man from the future shows up and they also come across conquistadors because it's a, uh, well, I'm not going to say why. But I will let them explain some of these issues that they think are really going to help people who are on the fence of seeing the movie. Well, the latter was one of the mo- the most interesting things. These are definitely spoilers, but uh, but <laughs> I, I would actually leave it because I think these are really interesting spoilers because they tell people stuff that's already in the trailer, but they just don't explain exactly what happens. You don't know when this happens, and you know that you're going to see some really crazy stuff. Yeah, but I think one of the most interesting things about the script was some of the future technology that's uh, that's towards the end. And I think the first draft that Mark sent me, that's as far as he'd gotten. And it was like page uh, 70, you know, this insane ladder comes shooting out of the top of the cave and a man from the future steps off. And I was like, holy shit, where's this going? <laughs> and so it was an awesome hook. And it's it also it's also just kind of a lesson, I think, in 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 screenwriting to really turn everything on its head uh, at the at the midpoint and do something different. Um, but yeah, I mean the idea of, of pitting these the future technology people against the the people from ten thousand years ago that are also stuck in this cave that our guys just walked into and in all of their realities they've all just really just pretty recently stepped into this cave 
Um, but to have a place that they can all end up in a really simple sort of time travel device, um, I think is one of the most amazing things about the movie. I also want to add that we, we weren't sure if it would work. We thought it would work. And on, on the page, it was really interesting. And it was, it was like, wow, this is crazy. And everybody that we showed the, the script to, they were like, this is, this is, this is bizarre. And we were like, hope, hopefully it's good bizarre. And we weren't even sure until, even after we were done shooting, we, were, we weren't sure if it worked or not. And you know, sometimes it didn't work and we had to go back and nurture it and, and shoot some more stuff and make sure that we explained things better until we finally got to a point where we showed it to people and they were like, this is really cool. But before we were, we were like, I uh, hope, hope we didn't screw up. Hope it makes sense. And for a long time, there were no conquistador visuals in the movie. It was just cut from Riley to you know, a card that said insane conquistador battle or something <laughs> like that. Brittany, I got to tell you, we started talking genre film after that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh, they definitely uh, had some things to say and like, really, with the magic of editing, I think uh, this will sound pretty cool. Their responses were well thought out. I think we looked at every time travel movie ever made because uh, that's probably our favorite genre of movies. Ben's favorite movie is Back to the Future minus Terminator 2. And we really like, there's a low budget movie that most time travel people have heard of called Primer. And I think that that was a big inspiration for us because they handled they handled tri- time travel in such a unique way that you have to actually wait for it to happen. You don't get to, you know, magically shoot forward or backwards. Um, and I think that we wanted to do something like that was make it so that there's definitely time travel, but make it a little bit different. And I think that in every other movie, people can people can get the idea of going forward because we do that naturally. But as far as going back in time, it's just it's something that's not possible. So we wanted to. We have enough impossible stuff in this movie. We wanted to take that out of the equation as well, going backwards. I personally really like adventure movies. I, I grew up in an area of San Antonio that had a bunch of woods nearby, and we were allowed to just leave and go walk through the woods and explore for a way. We were given way more um, freedom than we probably should have in, in elementary and middle school, but I think that that spawned us a sense of adventure um, and then we moved out to a, a area called Bernie, Texas, which is, you know, woods just everywhere. It's out in the hill country. And then that furthered it. I would go further and I would bring gear with me and go for much longer hikes. And I think that those are the movies that I, I can relate to the most, the Indiana Jones movies. Um, so I think that that's what, that's what this is. This is an Indiana Jones Goonies movie with uh, some weird sci-fi stuff in it as well. And then we can wrap up with uh, where you can find it this month. It's in certain theaters. Uh, as of the time of this recording, uh, last week on November 2nd, but it's available like online and everywhere on the 13th, but don't take my word for it. Right. Yeah. So, so the movie's going to be available on November 13th on, uh, iTunes, Amazon, uh, video on demand, all those places. Uh, it's a independent film. You know, we've got a, we rely a lot on word of mouth. So if you liked it, tell your friends and help us uh, get to a point where we're making the next movie. To add to that, a lot of people have uh, commented on the YouTube trailer or on our Facebook because they, they saw the movie in another country. And everybody says, is there a sequel? You've got to make a sequel. You've got to make a sequel. And if any of those people are listening that want a sequel, the only way that a sequel is ever going to happen is if this becomes big enough that there is a there's a big audience and a big demand for it. So if you like the movie, share it on your Facebook, tell people about it, get it out there in the world so that we can make another one. All right, that'll be it for this week of Pumpkin Spice Podcast. Do us a favor. Leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or 
Better yet, since you're listening to this on Patreon, find another friend who might want to listen to these episodes on Patreon. The more we make from our patrons, the more goes to our editor, Cameron, which means the more frequent of episodes we can give people. Isn't that exciting, Brittany? It is the most exciting, to be honest. I'm standing on my tippy toes right now, thinking of the possibilities of making more episodes. (laughs) I'm with you. I'm right there with you. Okay, that'll be it for this week. Use the hashtag Pumpkin Spice Podcast if you're using social media. 